recording. <laughs> Yay. It, it took so quick to set up this time, you guys. We're it really did. flying now. I know. We're learning. We're growing. We're we finally have... getting the hang of it. Oh, my gosh. Guys, I wish you could see the setup. It looks very professional. Katie supplied us with rosé, which is so nice. Yeah, it's great. Cheap. Thank you rose so much. It's the best. No, mm -hmm. it was very expensive. You should sell it. it. <laughs> super expensive. This was a Bella Dici. Ooh, wow, I can tell. Um, uh, that's the Bella Twins wine, if you do <laughs> not know. Oh, my yeah. God. Yes. <laughs> I think we're getting into them today. Yeah, I can't afford that, so great. Wow. I do, like, we have to make some kind of goal where if we get, like, 100, like, how many people listen to mm -hmm. it right now? I don't even know. Producer Mike, do you know how many people listen to each episode? Maybe 50. Okay, cool. Honestly, that's more than that's I would That's actually kind of insane. <laughs> you know, for fundraisers, how they used to, like, color oh, yeah. them, like, to get, like, their goal? Yeah. Like, have one of those, and if we reach the top of the thermostat, like, yes. then we can be like, woo! It's, just a, it's just a bottle of wine with each Bella Twin on either side of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'd be okay with putting that on my wall. A Cena-less Bella Twin? Yep. Yes, wow. Mike? He what? raised his hand. <laughs> What's the name of the show and who are you? Oh, <laughs> this is fun. Wow, Sorry. this is good. Actually, this is a great reminder. Thank you, Mike. Um, this is KFAB, the podcast. Yes. Where we talk about wrestling and fashion. And my name, I think, and that's kind of it. Yeah, but mostly fashion. But mostly fashion. I forgot our tag. I'm the worst. <laughs> uh, my name's Christina. I'm Sarah. And I'm Katie. Uh, thanks. Hey, we have so 50 much. 50 people. Yeah, these 50 people, I really feel so honored if it even is that many. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, we know nothing about wrestling. Well, actually, no, we know slightly more now. Yeah, we're um, learning. I yeah. took over a conversation. I told Sarah this. I haven't told Katie this. Ooh. Uh, I haven't told Mike this either. I, like, met a group of... This dude I'm seeing's friends. Mm -hmm. And during it, somehow wrestling came up. And I was like, no, that's not how the Royal Rumble works. The Royal Rumble works this way. Oh, my gosh. I know. Mike's I am so died. impressed right yeah. now. And I was like, look, here's the thing. I have this podcast. It started as a bit. And now it's a thing I look <gasps> forward to us. so much. Thank I did. Oh. I did. I promoted us. Good. I shared information about wrestling oh in a high-stakes situation. Mike's plan is working to yeah, get us like, all in the wrestling an evil secretly. Plan somehow. It actually is. He's told me several times <laughs> <laughs> that this is his plan in it. Because whenever I feel bad about like how much work he does for us, mm -hmm. he's always like, "No, this means I get to talk about this now yep. with people who care." And I'm like, "I mean." Yes. You know what this means, too, is that you got us these 50 listeners. Yeah. What? I feel like you single-handedly got us these 50 listeners by just talking us up in public. Mm -hmm. To, like, two people. Like, you know, either that or my, my hearty attempts really helped, you know. Just, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Katie's killing it on Twitter, so. Uh, yeah. I, I've got some, we've got some fans, guys. That's great. It's have, really great. I do want to talk about our our, our fan. <laughs> Towards the end of the episode, for sure, I was oh, going to give our fan a whole special fan section. A little shout out, yeah. Um, but we we have to go into the week-ish in wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's two weeks and we're recording a day later than we usually would. So there's a lot of news to cover. Um, the most recent WWE event was Backlash. 2018 <laughs> fan consensus was that it was one of the worst pay-per-view events in recent memory or possibly of all time oh my god wow. really that's that's a bummer really sad um, why did you and you watched it uh, i supposedly <laughs> sarah, i did sarah this thinks is, she watched it this was in in our notes from producer mike who so sweetly rounds up the news for us to, to cold read and uh -huh. try to stumble our way through and he said, Sarah, watch this. What did you think, Sarah? And I, I have been trying to remember anything about it, and I really can't. But we're staring at a GIF right now of the AJ nutcracking, Styles. Right? Yeah. Yep. And Shisuke Nakamura just kicking each other in the balls in slow motion. Yeah, because they didn't have any uh, like regulations for that match. And it, so it, it was yeah. basically them just doing that, I have a feeling, over and over again. It was just a dick-kicking con. Uh, competition yeah i mean that does make it sound like it would be not 
fun to watch, right? It seems like that mm-hmm. has run its course. I don't know. It's like a pretty high point in every kid's movie when someone gets hit in the, yeah. in the nuts or True. like falls on a tree branch or something. Is. My question, and I'll ask Sarah this first, and then <laughs> we can relay it to producer Mike. We need to. Yeah, we're skipping but, me. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I mean, you did a great job. You were like the superhero for us, you know, promoting <laughs> us. It was yeah. great. I'm kidding. kidding. No, I mean, we're going to hype you up a little bit. Katie's, sure. Katie's but, so nice and has to <laughs> feed my ego. So this this deal with like pay per viewed mm. pay per viewed seems like it's gone on for so long. Like how much do people like just pay for like specific ones, or they all just have like a subscription? That's what I've always wondered. Know. You know, this is actually a great question for me. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm a cable expert, guys. Um, I'm not actually. I think that is the the idea at the heart of it, right? Is like you would just pay to see the one thing. But WWE has a network now. Like yeah. they have an app that we have sneakily on our Roku supplied by our money and taxes. We've um, paid for it. We've, we've someone, all someone paid has for it. We all paid for it. Yeah. Our own. We all bought it. Uh, Producer wait, Mike didn't give wait, us a login. Yeah. Nope. But I think that's what it, I think that's what the deal is with it. Like you would originally only like select the thing that you did want to watch, like this mm. big fight, almost like yeah, because it was like an event. You would yeah. have friends over, and people would have their like basement, mm-hmm. just like ready to oh, go for this. I love a good basement. Yeah, <laughs> good unfinished basement. They're the best. Mm, so scary. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I really you you keep going. You're well, doing well. You're, you're going. My God, I'm I'm just high on the power of cold reading the news. So mm-hmm. the next event is Money in the Bank. Oh, and now I'm supposed to <laughs> explain what I think. This matches. Actually, no, I can do this. Thank you, producer Mike. This is a challenge I feel I can um, excel at. This is where they have a briefcase uh-huh. that they suspend over the ring, like mm-hmm. a Meghan Markle briefcase from yes, Deal or like no a Deal or No Deal oh, Meghan Markle yes. case. Mm-hmm. Um, Bring it in, baby. A Duchess of Sussex case. That was my <laughs> Royal Rumble this weekend. Was the Royal Wedding. <laughs> uh, a lot of people did enter in costumes, so it was similar. Yeah. Um, no one fell underneath the ring as far as I saw. Someone did win, and it was the the preacher that she brought from America. Oh my gosh, she was great. <laughs> Head of the Episcopal Church. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to my fellow Episcopalians out there. All right. Um, anyway, something I know more about than Money in the Bank is the Episcopal Church for another time. Uh, so Money in the Bank, there's a briefcase above the ring, and they have to get it, and then... Is this kind of like a ladder match in that way? Yes. Oh my gosh. And then they climb a ladder? They have to get it, okay. like they did with the belts before in the ladder match that we watched. So, and then once they have it, mm-hmm. they have to, like, tote it around with them, which is pretty fun. And then they can trade it in at any time for an opportunity to get in a match. Is it just title matches, or is it any match they want? Title matches. Whoa. Okay, so for okay. example, um, Carmella had the, oh, yeah, the Money in the Bank briefcase, and mm-hmm. she used it at a very funny time where she just like kind of chucked it and sprinted into the ring after Charlotte Flair was already so beaten up and just like immediately took the title from her. Wow. So, you know, you can use it at any time. It doesn't have to be a big build-up mm-hmm. thing. Um, so they carry it around. Is it the size of a typical briefcase? Are they allowed to use it as weaponry? You can use it as weaponry? I bet it has been. I mean... I can't imagine you wouldn't want to slam someone in the face yeah, with a suitcase right? you have in your hands. Or like a push, you know? Yeah, yeah. Do you, think carry things in, do you think they carry things in it? Do you think they actually carry it with them? Or do they, like, do they like get it in your Like type where they have, like, it on mm, um, okay. cuffs, you know, to make sure <laughs> that it's never... It. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, when they jump out of a plane, it uh-huh. stays put. Yeah. <laughs> just going through TSA at all yeah. times with it. I bet yeah. they have a lot. I, my, my guess would be that there's a bunch of them, they're aluminum, and they're totally empty, so you do have the option to do stunts with them, and mm-hmm. then no one will get hurt. I mean, supposedly something is inside it. What is inside it, producer Mike? Money? Mike, this is only me guessing, but maybe it's the contract that says that you can cash it in for a title opportunity. Oh. oh. That's not As, fun. Well, it could be. What if they, like, opened it and someone, like, ripped it up and was like, no, no, this didn't look oh, like, you know what I mean? that's actually fun. You're right. I, do I like would it. do that. Their You're contracts. right. If it's the size of, a, of a, like, a phone book, too, so, like, like, Braun Strowman rips it in half. <gasps> yep. 
I would love that. Oh, what a guy. We should write that in. Again, we keep pitching these storylines, and they keep not putting them in. I, know. <laughs> I don't know why. I know they're listening. Yes. Oh, yeah. They. Uh, yeah. Christina, you want to take this next one? Um, yes. Real quick, I do want to say the Money in the Bank logo looks like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles logo. Okay. Yeah. That's all. I, I just, I got to say it, or else I'm going to think it the whole time. Um, so we've announced the competitors for the women's Money in the Bank. Ember Moon, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, and four more TBD. Hmm. Uh, isn't Charlotte Flair out? Is she going to so, wrestle with the Pops? So we'll, we'll talk about this later. Spoiler alert. We're talking Charlotte Flair today. Uh, but she got a, like a ton of teeth knocked out and had to leave the European tour. And then she has been already wrestling with a I don't know how to say it that isn't a rupture thank you Mm -hmm. so much I was Mm -hmm. gonna say a popped tit like so offensive (laughs) but like a ruptured it's a breast implant it is but Mm -hmm. it's also very I mean it's very scary and sad etc um so we definitely feel for her but Mm -hmm. a ruptured breast implant and she's been fighting with it since before Wrestlemania but she didn't want to cancel her match and so she's just been like working with the ruptured yeah. breast implant. Anyway, so I don't know if she's still going to do it. And the reason why is because some journalist had said that Alexa Bliss got hers done as well and she was out for a month mm-hmm. uh, when she did. So they were like, we don't know if that's enough time for healing for Money in the Bank. So I don't know if she's still in it, Mike. Wow. Anyway. That's really, I mean... <sighs> What an, I would never have thought of that, but yeah, that totally makes sense that you would you would not want to throw yourself around if you just had surgery. Yeah, like, no, not at all. yeah. take care of yourself. Especially because with breast implant surgery, there's tubes yep. and leakage oh, and yeah. drainage. And I know this from MTV's True Life, so I do too. This is how I know that. Wow. Yeah. Um, and from watching this last season of Jane the Virgin. But well, yes. it's a different story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so anyway, between Ember Moon. Let's let's say Charlotte Flair isn't it? Charlotte mm-hmm. Flair, Alexa Bliss, and Becky Lynch, and more, more. TBD. I Who have a feeling Maddie Natty's going to be in there. Natty is on the tour. Oh, she's one of the girls from the Total Divas. Natalia. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and then you know who else is going? to... Well, they have to put. Wait, didn't they just say? Didn't we just watch a clip about Ronda Rousey and? That's a different thing, right? That's for the women's title okay because there wasn't a briefcase yeah this is this is for the chance to get the briefcase for the chance to do something else later wow this is like a real like Mm -hmm. side quest type of deal isn't it (laughs) i like it i also don't understand how it's gonna be hanging up but they'll still have to grab the handle and that stresses me out i know it's a big carabiner carabiner it's a big i was gonna say is it gonna be like a finn balor situation oh my gosh that's when it's gonna be stressful guys Mm -hmm. speaking of he's in there's a bike horn outside. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, we all just got really We don't know if it was picked time. up, but there is one. Um, um, just imagine that in the background, gently honking. Uh, Finn Balor is in the men's money uh-huh. in the bank. Mm-hmm. Along with? Uh, we've got Braun. We've got The Miz, Rusev, Bobby Road, Kevin Rude. Owens. Rude. Bobby Rude. <laughs> it's two O's. Sorry. Kevin Owens and one more person to be determined. And... The new gay, uh, the new day, <laughs> gets to elect one member to enter. It's been a day. <laughs> I just would love it if there was a dude who's the like, new gay. "I'm the new gay." Yeah, I'm here. Thank wow. you, Finn. I'll take it over. Yep. <laughs> like, sorry. Okay. And the new day. That's exciting. That's yeah. really good. I like that. I, I, man, it would be kind of fun for the Miz to win something. I know we're like. Miz fans here apparently flying in the face of all convention. Yeah. But I do like him somehow. I do too. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to win. I always want Braun Strowman to win. And yes. I feel yeah. like that's probably the, the the thing that the wrestling fans think. But I get nervous about Braun Strowman on a ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a big dude. <laughs> Just you, you think he's got bad balance? I think, think he's got some inner ear issues? I yeah. mean, the, yeah. And also those ladders are like basically made out of dreams like they're so lightweight <laughs> I don't 
I can't imagine him like balancing on the top, like rung or because t- even when you're painting with a real ladder, you're not supposed to stand up that high. That's mm-hmm. true. You're not, and you're ha- you're supposed to have a buddy to hold it for you. Yeah, that's true. Not None a bunch of, of men climbing. Not a bunch of men climbing. They'll be they'll be knocking him off. They'll be jumping <laughs> from the ropes. But they'll pretend like they don't know how to get on the ladder. They'll be like, Oh, that oh, is my yeah, favorite. Yep. That's I'm or really, when they get the wrong size ladder. Oh, the tiny Ugh. ladders. I love it. That's, That's going to be so fun to watch. I think this is happening when on is my on? husband's birthday in June June 17th. I think his birthday celebration cool. is we're going to watch this. So you guys, Ooh. we can definitely watch it if you want. Perfect. Yeah. Um, uh, how long have we been doing the news for, Mike? Too long, probably. Yeah, all right. All right, we got to speed through this. Uh, on Raw, Nia Jax confronted Ronda Rousey at the NBC Upfronts yep. and challenged Very her weird. to a title match at Money in the Bank. It was really weird. They were trying to both be like very like nice and like, haha, we're friends, but we're gonna challenge each other about it. I just think that anytime any of these people have to talk to one another, it's just weird. Yeah. Like I'm sure that they're all very normal in real life, but when they're aware of a camera, it's always so uncomfortable for me to watch because they're so like you know what I say. Like they're trying to remember their lines. Yep. And I'm like, yeah. I hate the I can't it's just yeah. It's real rough. It's so, not a skill for most of them. No. Um, Nia Jax, I think, delivers lines correctly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, she's really fun to watch as a person. She's But great. that whole thing was... It's just... It just is like when you go to, like, college orientation and they do a bunch of skits. Yep. Yeah. Not, like, sketch. Like, a skit. And they're like, look, this is where you can find the bathroom. But they make it fun. It mm-hmm. feels like that. Oh, totally. Did they all have the same t-shirt on? Yeah. <laughs> it's so bizarre. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, um. And then we also watched a super awkward video of Bobby Lashley <laughs> doing an interview. But he just talked about his three sisters. And it was, like, very nice that he cares about his sisters. But it was really... It didn't seem like that to me. Weird? I didn't get it. I didn't read didn't it like that at all. at all. He talked about how he stole, his dad was in the army and his sister would take it with her everywhere, which to me is like, the oh my God, oh, the, the helmet. helmet. Yeah. yeah. And to me, that is just like, oh my God, get her into therapy. Is she okay? Like, that's a weird thing to carry around. Yeah, I mean, all of them had something that they carried around, apparently. All of his sisters had a prop that they carried around, which was a little weird to me. And he kept stealing them. The first one was, like, a witch's... Well, <laughs> a broom. A, a broom. A witch's broom. A, a witch's broom. <laughs> they would tie him to trees. The second one had the towel. A dirty, a, a dirty towel. towel. A dirty towel. And the uh. third one had the aforementioned helmet. And it's like... Yep. And after all you that, know them by their objects. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and I still have no idea of like who this dude is either. So it was like a weird introductory video. Well, I'm also very Im- impatient because as we were watching it, I kept saying, "Guys, who is this?" And they're like, "Bobby Lashley." I'm like, "Yes, I can read the name. Who is this though?" I and still no one don't would know. tell me. Is he a new wrestler? He uh, is he an old wrestler? Yeah. Okay. He, he was big a while ago, but he's been wrestling in Impact for a while, and now he's back in WWE. Wow. Okay. And they're trying to make him endearing. Is he not an endearing dude? No, I think they're just trying to introduce you to him. So oh, okay. You can, so you like him. Ah. He does have a nice bod. I'll say it. He's He's got a good bod. Oh, and then we got to talk about this whole ball saga again. We oh, kind of yeah. talked about this already. They they just... We'll just quickly go yeah. through it. Uh, they kept each other on the ball so hard. The match ended in a double countout. So to settle the score once for and for all, they had a match. The winner gets to pick the stipulation for the next match. Say his name. I can't. Shinsuke. Sorry. Was able to pick up a sneaky victory after tricking the referee into thinking AJ Styles had hit him in the ball. So Shinsuke got to pick the stipulation. Stipulation. Ah. What does that mean? What What is a wrestling stipulation? Is it like... Uh, all ladders? <laughs> can it be a ladder stipulation? Okay, we so attach can, ladders to our feet. So in yes. our, our parlance, you can do a lay-on. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I want it to Jesus. be a casket. <laughs> I want it to be a casket match. A casket match. match. I would love that. I want every match to be a casket match. Also, I just fully processed this gift that Mike put in for us of Ginger Mahal getting... Is that Ginger Mahal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting tackled through a wall. Yep. By who? You can't tell. A man Someone. in black? It just Someone. comes out of nowhere. Just Do you know person. who it is? Yes, Roman Reigns. Oh, oh shit. Wow, well, boo. Yeah. They're fighting now. Well, oh, okay. All right. Okay, well, now we have to talk about the most important thing. Oh, okay. So I, I put this in at the end, but I can talk about it now. Basically, the new season of Total Bellas started last night. Congrats, I Kate. watched it today. It was very exciting. Um, 
My consistent consensus on all of this is that Nikki Bella wants to have a kid, and mm. John did not want to because the whole thing, the whole so far, the first episode was about Birdie, Bree, and Daniel's kid. So it's, it was like this whole thing about how she's so happy and they have this great life, and then Nikki won't have that. Basically, oh, so it's really parts of it really sad. Nikki compared John to Big and her to Carrie. Oh shit! Uh huh. Oh, no. Um. So she was like agreeing to get married where John wanted to get married instead of at a vineyard. <gasps> it was very dramatic, but I'm I'm into it. Wow. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a good season. We'll see the unraveling of their relationship in weekly installments. I yes. This is really exciting. I am excited to make this just a regular feature of of our podcast going. Yeah, just be like talking about it. Yeah, Yeah. Bella's recap for sure. Mm -hmm. They're really funny though, and the sisters like got wine drunk, um, off their wine, and they were like very goofy. Off their own wine. That's like dreams, right? Yeah, I know. On the vision board (laughs) is getting drunk off my own brand of wine. That was just a fun tweet or like a fun text to send to a person. They're like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm drinking my own wine. I'm drunk as hell." Yeah. Yeah. Man, well, there was a lot of news, but guys, there's also a lot of wrestling. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So this week we're going to talk about uh, some really interesting people. I kind of really swung for the fences with this one. I'm going to talk about Andre the Giant, guys. This is, I've been wanting to talk about him for uh, so long, this whole month we've been doing this. Um, (laughs) Most of my information comes from the really excellent HBO documentary that just came out about him that is called Andre the Giant. And it would have been his birthday a couple days ago, so this Mm -hmm. seems like really good timing for it. So, he was born Andre Rusimov in Moulin, France, on May 19th, 1946. Um, And he was uh, just a typical baby. He didn't start showing signs of giganticism until he was about 15 or 16. Oh, wow. He had a pituitary gland condition that caused... Okay, I'm going to try to pronounce... I listened to it so many times. Acromegaly? Acromegaly? It's a, it's, anyway, it's a condition uh, that caused certain, it causes certain parts of your body to grow at a disproportionate rate. So Whoa. that caused his feet and hands to become bigger, and it caused parts of his face to enlarge, which is why he looks very different in his later years than he did when he was starting oh, out, wow. because he was still having some of this like condition show up. Wow. Um, specialists actually might have been able to slow his condition, but he didn't know that until he was an adult, and by the time he found that out, he just refused treatment. Um, other than just like your physical appearance, it has some major health concerns with it. So it was, I mean, it ultimately did severely shorten his life. Uh, Andre was ultimately billed as seven foot four. Holy shit. I know. Mm. He was probably a little bit shorter in reality, but it was hard to tell because he started having back problems when he stooped a lot. Um, he was around 500 pounds. Oh my gosh. I know. He was a huge man. Damn. Um, he started out playing rugby. He trained at the same gym as some wrestlers and he started sparring with them because he's like this huge kid. He was like a 16 year old who was like well over six feet tall. Um, so he stepped in for a wrestler once who was out like sick or injured one day and that was kind of it. He got his start in the wrestling business. He was pretty skinny for a while and like he was kind of cute when he was younger. I couldn't find the other picture where I was like, wow, he was pretty cute. But you can see him. Yeah, Yeah, he's like a a teenager. He's like maybe 19 in this picture where he's standing with a bunch of girls in In towels. towels. Kind of not not the best optics, but you can see how tall he is there. Um, Towels always show height, you know? Yeah, that's really, you know, a clean blank canvas for the tall man. That's actually true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So his first wrestling name was Jean Ferry. He nice. took it from French folklore. There's a, a oh character that's like a, a like a, a fairy in the like classic sense. He was like of the fairy folk, you know. So his character was a lumberjack, and his backstory was that he was just out chopping trees in the forest, and someone was like, "Look at this large man. Do you want to wrestle?" And he's like, "Sure." I love that. It yep. was great. So his wrestling outfit. So spoiler alert: his clothes are not exciting. This is mostly going to be about him, but I did find some some looks. Uh, so his first outfit was a fringed, like, suede vest yes. over the standard wrestling diaper and lace-up boots. The the diaper and the boots pretty much stayed his whole career. He was a diaper man. He was a real. diaper man. He had he went to a, a, a like a singlet later. We'll we'll get mm. to, but he he mostly had this one look. Mm. Um, so he got famous pretty fast because he was just so unique. Mm-hmm. You 
started wrestling in the United States soon after that, and that's where he changed his name because Jean Ferry sounded too much like Giant Fairy, which <laughs> is kind of what it means, but it has a different connotation in yeah. uh, oh, North America. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. So he became known as Andre the Giant after that. I like his... Um, wow. I do want to say that fringe vest is great. Yeah, Isn't that good? And I would wear that to a Fleetwood Mac concert. I was about to say very Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, it's really, really good. It's a good look. Um, wow. Yeah. So he became pretty famous like immediately and like word of mouth, just like people were like, you got to go see this literal giant. Uh, and Vince McMahon Sr. signed Andre and started making him famous throughout the Northeast. So mm-hmm. at the time, like wrestling was split up really regionally. Uh, Vince McMahon Sr. had control of like the kind of New York area and some of the Eastern Seaboard. So he signed him there and started loaning him out to a lot of other promoters. So he was really famous, and then by the time like Vince McMahon like started his whole national empire, he had this like star ready to go. Uh, and like I said, people wanted to see Andre because um, he was totally one of a kind. He yeah. he was uh, this incredible like draw, um, but that also meant he couldn't ever be anonymous. He couldn't ever have a day off. It was really really hard for him to like deal with people all the time. So he bought a farm in North Carolina where he could just get away from it all sometimes. So the, yeah. only, the only place where he ever felt normal supposedly was Aww. this farm in North Carolina, which was sold in 2013, but apparently it's still like, it, it's like fitted to his size. So it's like oh a large scale, like, like building That's with really like cool. huge furniture Shaq and bought stuff. it. And now, yeah. yeah. Shaquille O'Neal bought it. <laughs> so I pulled a couple pictures where you can just see like how gigantic he mm-hmm. was. There's one, he really mostly wore like a black diaper he didn't really need to do anything costume wise but i pulled one where he, he sometimes wore bright blue with bright blue boots just to like i don't know spice Have a it up fun. a little yeah yeah Tar heels colors i know yeah it's and his his hair is remarkable so curly mm-hmm. so lush um, oh yeah so he was super famous he was famous enough to be in the princess bride yeah probably my all-time favorite movie my introduction to him i'm sure it's a lot of people's introductions mm-hmm. to yes. like a professional wrestler uh, and I just like grew up adoring him because of his character in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found out <laughs> that he loved playing practical jokes on people. <laughs> his big thing was like farting on people. <laughs> um, but my personal favorite prank was like he would sometimes just pick up a friend's car and move it after what? they parked it. So they like wouldn't know where they had left That's their car. That's pretty amazing. That's wild. So he was uh, typically like the hero in his wrestling narrative and like also no one could feasibly beat him um yeah who's gonna throw a 500 pound person I over know. the rope? yeah and and so he was undefeated for a long time and he was getting older having some issues and like wanted to step back a little but vince mcmahon convinced him to um come in for a storyline at wrestlemania 3 wow uh and he would turn heel for a storyline with Hulk Hogan, who was the biggest star at the time. He was kind of mm-hmm. like the next in line, like taking the mantle from him. Mm. Um, Hulk Hogan ended up beating Andre the Giant for the title. It's like this very famous match. And um, it was, was a big moment. But then Andre's career rapidly went downhill after that. He just couldn't do the same stuff anymore. He was having knee problems. He was having back problems. He had a bunch of surgeries and they just like couldn't his his body was basically like compressing under his own weight yeah yeah um and there's i pulled this very famous picture of him holding a beer can and it just looks like a battery basically in in an (laughs) average size person's hand and uh mike left a note that saying he has a t-shirt with that picture on it it's a it's a really we get it yeah also like that's a good for you that's a cool shirt yeah um so Andre was basically forced into retirement from wrestling and that really depressed him because that was his whole life. Mm-hmm. So he went back to France to say goodbye to his father who was dying. And after his father passed away, he stayed to visit his family for a while and then he passed away himself. He wow. died in a Paris hotel room of heart failure in early 1993 at the age of 46. Wow, Aww. that's so young. Really sad. That's um, so sad. And he was a pretty lonely person, by all accounts. Uh, he had one daughter. Her name is Robin. She is Aww. maybe a couple years older than us. Um, he didn't spend much time with her, uh, but he evidently cared for her. He left his estate to her when he died, mm-hmm. and, and she says she has pretty vague memories of him, but it, she felt like he was a good person. Um, and interestingly enough, he's the reason the WWE Hall of Fame exists. 
it was created in 1993 after he died and he was the first inductee. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I also, this picture I pulled is of his match with Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 3. Um, he's wearing his other classic look, which is like a one-strapped yep. black singlet that is just cuckoo bananas because it can like barely fit on him. He's yep. such a like large person. And It's uh, a good look, though. It is. Those, it's striking. Those classic combat boots that everyone buys when they're a 15-year-old anger girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some, some real Doc Martin action going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, like I said, he usually wore the classic diaper in various colors and coordinating lace-up boots that go up to, I said mid-thigh, that's a typo, mid-calf. Mid-thigh would be extra. Um, so yeah, Some then Kardashian he wore, shit. Yeah. <laughs> he wore that singlet later on, um, partially because it hid his back brace. He had to wear a back uh, brace oh. um, as, as he started having problems there. But I also pulled a bunch of pictures just of his personal style because it was really interesting. He tended to wear really loud sports coats and colorful button-down shirts. I love that. And he wore size 22 shoes. What? I know. Wow. So, and I tried to do some research. I was really curious about, like, who made his clothes. Yeah. Like, where you get clothes from this. And they must have all been custom. I couldn't find any information on, like, who who worked with him or who supplied these clothes to him. But I just pulled a bunch of pictures where you can see, like, his, his scale and his kind of vibe. He was really into these, like, shirts with, like, weird bird prints on them. Yeah. Um, he I always, like the checkered jacket too. He mixes yeah. patterns yeah. really well. He always did. Like his his clothes were really interesting. Like off screen, I have this amazing picture of him sitting in two airplane mm-hmm. seats, just like not fitting. And this picture is him um, carrying Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh wow, wow that's Arnold. Yeah. So he was a uh, a really interesting person. I was like again really besotted with him after watching this. And there was a really amazing quote. I can't remember who said it in the documentary, but someone said, Andre never needed costuming. He never needed to paint his face or wear robes. He was absolutely unique. He was a figure of the imagination come to life. And I feel like that was really perfect. Like, you don't need a costume if you're this person. Um, It's a really beautiful way to express that as well. Just because, like... That, what a nice way to be remembered, where it's like, he didn't need to be flashy. He was so unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the figure of the imagination come to life. It's like, yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was it was great. And everyone, like, really loved him. He didn't have a lot of, like, personal drama with people. The biggest thing was sometimes people would be like, I wish he didn't fart on me so much. Which, <laughs> or I move mean, my car. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, sure, I understand that completely. Yeah. But, yeah, he was really cool. I'm, we're going to post a bunch of these pictures to Instagram so you guys can can see his like flashy personal style because he was really yeah it's fun kind of an icon <laughs> yes yeah. perfect yeah at kfab podcast if I'm not mistaken yes Instagram. on Instagram please Great. look we do post p- the pictures that we talk about so you guys can see it because obviously yeah. it's hard to know yeah. yeah exactly what we're seeing so yay that's Andre the Giant good yay. job thank you all right hold on Very fun. I'm so flattered. Mm. I haven't gotten to use this yet. No. Uh, Don't worry. That's the instant plot. Okay, great. So there's beeping. It's Katie's making dinner again. All right. So this week, I, Christina, I'm talking about Charlotte Flair, the queen herself. Um, She, I don't have that much, um, like, biography about her except for on this first slide. Um, which is, I think, just more of a comment to you two, just because I want to express, before we go into her talking about her clothing, I want to express, like, what an incredible competitor she is. Yeah. And, like, how accomplished she is in just the few years she's been wrestling. So I'm going to, like, straight up read her, her shit from Wikipedia, uh-huh. and then we'll kind of, we'll, we'll have fun through it. So Sounds I want to, that's the way I'm handling my book report today. <laughs> so she was born April 5th, 1986. She makes her an Aries. Ooh. Again. That tracks. My second Aries, yes it does. Uh, Rick Flair is her dad, obviously. Um, as a teenager, Flair appeared alongside her father in the World Championship Wrestling. In 2012, she began training with the WWE, debuting in its developmental brand, NXT, in 2013. In 2014, she won the NXT Women's Championship and was named Rookie of the Year by Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Wow, gotta get a subscription. Hell yeah. Uh, Flair was promoted to WWE's main roster in 2015, quickly winning the Divas Championship. Wow. 
2016, she was crowned the inaugural WWE Women's Champion, which later became the WWE Raw Women's Championship when the brand split was reintroduced. Wow, so she was the first ever for that title? Yes. That's really cool. I didn't know that. Her match against Sasha Banks at Hell in a Cell, which I think is such a funny name. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a pay-per-view thing. In October t- 2016 was the first match featuring women to headline a WWE pay-per-view event. Oh, yeah, finally. Right? So Flair is a six-time champion on the main roster and has held seven titles overall under the WWE banner, including being a former NXT Women's Champion, the final Divas Champion, the first and four-time WWE Women's Champion, and a former SmackDown Women's Champion. She is the first and only wrestler to hold all four championships in WWE, as well as the longest-reigning SmackDown Women's Champion in WWE history. Dang! I just, you know, we don't normally talk about it like the this because it, it doesn't mean that much to us and it kind of like the wrestling if we, aspect of if it, we yeah. got bogged down in the sports stats then this we would mm. never get through it because we got a goof um <laughs> but yeah i was just so impressed with like what a tremendous athlete she is especially because if she's coming from someone like rick flair it's very easy to claim nepotism yep yeah and when someone is this talented and this um yeah just this talented i want to make sure that everyone knows like no, fuck that. Like, it definitely helped probably at the start. Yeah. But she's, like, held her own for sure. But, like, also the weight of that, too, of, like, someone exactly. to be like, well, fuck, my dad was so yeah. amazing. Which she does pay a nod to. So in this first image, I have her. She's in against a blue backdrop. And this is one of the most more recent ones because she has the, the current uh, women's WWE belt on. Mm-hmm. But she has, like, she loves to wear color. She has always comes out in a cape, which is a nod to her dad. Um, and has like peacock details. I think we've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, but she looks great in jewel tones. Her beach waves are a killing off it. the charts. Fucking mm-hmm. Off the God. charts. I want to know what she uses. She uses one know. of those wands. She that she's sucks a... up your hair and then mm-hmm. spits it out curls. Oh, so scared of those yep, wands. That all the bachelorette girls well. use. Yeah, right. Well, they always have one hairstylist on the mm-hmm. show so that they can all do each It's literally hair. the reason I cut my hair into a pixie because I was like, I do not know how to use a curler. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, I do want to say that this source, um, the source for most of these images I pulled today, I want to say I heavily relied on a, an article <laughs> that was off comicbook.com, which is very random. Very cool. They did a great write-up with her timeline. But the thing that I always find kind of frustrating with doing this and coming in as a new fan is that the timeline is kind of hard to track. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I like to see how people's looks evolve. So, like, some of them are a little more obvious and some aren't. Um, but this one is from early on because this is her at NXT with the beautiful, fierce females <gasps> of BFFs. Oh, my gosh. Who we've talked we've, about yes. with Sasha Banks. Um, they were the villainous stable of female wrestlers. The NXT promotion and the group consisted of NXT Divas, Summer Rae, Sasha Banks, and Charlotte. Um, sidebar, at some point, I just copied and pasted this. At some point, <laughs> this is all over the place. Charlotte competed in something called TLC Tables, Ladders, and Chairs, and I thought this was the actual funniest thing I've ever heard. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. 2015. I bring, I bring up TLC too. Do you really? Oh, good. <laughs> wow. Because that was a very. Amazing thing to me as well. I, it came up and I was like, "It's kind of like the uh, improv sit stand lean, but yeah, it's yeah. their version of it." Tables, ladders, <laughs> and chairs. It's so funny. Oh, well, this look. Is anyway, so, so this look is great because mm-hmm. she was wearing thigh high, actual mm-hmm. yeah. thigh high boots, um, and a strappy thing around her neck, not unlike what Sasha Banks typically wears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think definitely, and Sasha Banks still gets her cool little like trench Cody mm-hmm. thing um, but they're all complimentary but they do, they're they not uniform mm-hmm. yeah, which absolutely. I like as well they're and also you can like... tell that it's like the thigh high so they can also have uh, like knee like Braces? to make sure yeah, yeah. so they're they'll yeah. Be okay totally yeah it does definitely seem to so they can serve. slide into the ring like they love to oh no. hell yeah um, so that was their first one and then the second one I have here is standing alongside Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, and Bailey. Charlotte Flair competed completed the four horsewomen. What? Right? That's amazing. Who many credit for revitalizing women's division in WWE to the point where Mike just did like a hand signal at me showing his excitement. Um, so this was during like the women's revolution called for by Stephanie McMahon in 2015-2016, a little before. No, it's just 
giving her credit's kind of funny. Literally, it's what it's on the Wikipedia, but sure. But she called for the women's revolution, whatever. Um, so at this point, Charlotte was a villain. Is she still? Uh-uh. No, she's kind of... Her character's air, very arrogant. Okay, because she's an Aries. Anyway. <laughs> That's the reason why. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so going along with the the fact that they kind of revitalized the women's division, um, 40% of the WWE viewership is female in an article I read today. And so Ooh, I just wanted to point wow. out how cool that is, and that's kind of why they started putting more intention behind it. But this is also another thing where, this was the only real, I, I put a gif of them doing the four mm-hmm. hand signal, and I love four horsewomen. Like, I think that's Yeah, that's amazing. amazing. Yeah. They look like a really badass, like, women's group, like, musical artists. Yeah. Like, and they all have their own personalities their going own on there, which on. I love it. Yeah, like Sasha Banks is wearing a typical Sasha Banks outfit. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Charlotte Flair is in a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, she's just in like she a She got sunburned seat. at the beach. Yeah, you know, right? So. I think it says something about... Um, you're, some, you're gonna, gonna, gonna do, do it. it. It might be a new shirt promotion, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then the other two I'm not gonna talk mm-hmm. about. Uh, okay, so... Because, <laughs> look, it's fine. All right, so this was, I think, the first time. She, so she won the Divas belt, and you can tell because the butterflies oh, on it. Oh, it's so cute! God. So I paired these two images where one where, where Charlotte is wearing this, like, black and white camo, camo thing. Uh-huh. with a spike belt, like, underwear shorts, and then a top huh. that is a sculpted, like, it just looks like a sports bra you'd it buy does. at Target. And so, I would buy it. It looks yeah. nice. It's I would fun. buy the top. The bottom looks like something Jessica Simpson wore on tour probably in the 90s at some point. <laughs> which goes with the Divas belt, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, so this was black and white, which I thought was interesting because she typically favors jewel tones, mm-hmm. blue they hues. They look good on her. Uh, she also started wearing jewel design on the side of her face to complement her outfits. Oh. Uh, so this is also her with the Divas belt, but she's in more of a like turquoise, exciting, mm-hmm. like above-the-knee um, boot as well. Oh. Whoa! That, I want that cape. Oh my god, when was their Christmas special? Okay. How can we watch it? I know. every year? I would imagine. So, oh my god. this is one where I really wanted to highlight how things have changed. So in the first yep. one, Charlotte is wearing a Santa's Little Helper outfit. Oh, yeah. it's like Mean Girls. With, it's like they, Mean Girls. With the, the diva version. belt, too. With the diva belt, and it's black, mm-hmm. and then she's just coming out shortly, or like, shortly? I don't know, slowly? It looks like she's Sexily. just walking. Sexily. She's just walking all sexy, because she's hot as hell. Yeah. And then the second one, she's wearing an almost like an oriental style like kimono of red and gold and like talking into the microphone it's so much more powerful yeah. like just both of the images really struck me i'll yeah. post these she probably. looks like celine dion in a christmas she special does. <laughs> doesn't she it's yeah that's 100 like vegas celine dion yes she does christmas special the power of love i love it in that picture and she's got the the normal belt yeah yeah and she has the new normal belt exactly yep. Okay, this is my favorite look. This is amazing. So this is Charlotte modeling her Do It With Flair outfit, which has a retro-themed belt. So this is like almost like the Royals baseball team. Yeah. Shrunk down into like a sexy athletic outfit. Um, I do know she likes those straps that give a little more support to the breast area. I know when running, that is very helpful. Yeah. A halter top strap helps a little bit more. A halter top in addition to Mm -hmm. the regular strap is Mm -hmm. the thing that she seems to favor. And also, look, there's like some good coverage down below, too. Oh, yeah. She's got the under under boob. Mm -hmm. She's got some space. But yeah, it's super cool looking. Um, I love this image specifically. Her arms are out. I know. Oh my gosh, her, her biceps are like so good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They're thick. I'm gonna keep drinking. Damn. I know. I well, wait till one. the wait till the end. <laughs> the end. I'm gonna kill you. Oh. Uh, so this oh, look gosh. is just Charlotte is rocking all black number with a new redesigned women's championship belt. Mm-hmm. She basically dresses like how I want to dress every day, which is like a real firm middle part with beachy waves and then black pants and like kind of like cape? a black zip up and then a little capelet. Oh. Yeah. And it's all black, and she looks like a fucking badass, and she has her arms out, which I feel like is her pose. Yeah. 
it's, it's her power her pose. strength it is totally her power pose mm-hmm. total strength just i i pulled so many photos because i love her so much <gasps> um so then i have a page of like various looks and this kind of just shows off that like she always has this she loves like bright flashy colors that mm-hmm. we've talked about she tries to incorporate peacock feathers which i think is a nod to rick flair because he had a bunch of feathered outfits like in general but they were like white boas almost not mm-hmm. like you know this seems more fashion oriented and more like specifically um it does seem regal to me in the placement of these yeah and she favors a like tankini almost like mm-hmm. cut but with a dime a like triangle point so it like kind of covers her belly button it's like a triangle it's like christina aguilera genie in a bottle it is a hundred percent yep mm-hmm. where oh it's like gosh. shiny holographic athletic still shows that yep. she has like a kick-ass body whatever she went through all of our like teen queens because she, she did the yeah. avril studded belt and then she <laughs> the jessica simpson look and yes. now you know let's see if we get some Britney. those are fun Ugh. Um, That's a little Britney. We got a little Britney. So here's the thing. Whenever I think of Charlotte, I think of capes, uh, which are definitely a nod to her father, Ric Flair. So it's like the crazy robes and feathers, but she has like the peacock feathers and the more like streamlined capes that are figure flattering, etc. And so Charlotte really found a look that works for her using bold, bright colors, robes and jewels as accessories. This one looks, she looks like a wizard. Yeah, it's not her best. It's not her best. It's like a blue with stars almost it, she just looks like a she wizard she does look like a wizard but like one at a birthday party yeah like a cheap wizard at a, a cheap party. wizard um and inexpensive he turns uh instead of doing alchemy to gold it's just alchemy to I don't know rusted bronze yeah does bronze rust find out tweet at us uh, oh more capes yeah. one with like a full oh. full peacock headdress behind her and her hair flowing back is like iconic it's so to me. good and the other one is like a real like vampire bordello look yeah yes. like boudoir yeah. shoot yeah almost like jane austen but they forgot half the dress yep mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like the vibe and they forgot to trim the sleeves like the dressmaker died halfway through this dress and she was like <laughs> yep. it's fine i'll wear it anyway but she also like has a very sexy face on too oh she's like i want to fuck amazing <laughs> She's writing letters all damn day. Yeah, she is. Uh, more capes, more feathers. Wow. Great capes, great feathers, great face. Oh my gosh. She really She's... does have like an intense stare that yeah, is that's so amazing. captivating. <gasps> that's her sta- That's her vampire bordello robe mm-hmm. again. That is. But the look same at the back. It's wow. Yeah. It up. It mm-hmm. seems like sometimes. So there are these different images of her in the same thing but then some of them yep. she, they just have like a crown of feathers behind her and it's so fucking cool oh my gosh Ugh. yes and then of course the gold from wrestlemania which she posts on her facebook with the phrase wrestlemania gear for fit for a queen mm. which i completely agree with she looks like the fucking sun and yeah, the whole does. time she was fighting we were like she's incredible she's she could wear athlete. that to the met ball she could wear it to she the she could have worn it to the Met Ball. Honestly, it's better than half of the things. It really is. The Met yeah. Ball this year, if not three quarters. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna name names, but Shailene. Yeah. Look, some people just shouldn't have gone. Um, <laughs> just go back to bed. Uh, but yeah, and there's like holographic material on it. She just looks so amazing in yellow and like gold tones. Yeah. And her skin is so golden, and she's Ugh. just... And this is, again, why I read out all that stuff, is so I could then gush about how beautiful she yeah, is, because yeah. I wanted people to Because you're, like, I, we're also, like, mesmerized because of how powerful she's just, Yeah, Yeah, because it's not only just beauty. There is, like, an intrinsic power to her. Mm-hmm. <gasps> okay, so Whoa. there are two more. Uh, the light... This is the lighthearted slide, which is that there is a Mattel Barbie made of her, which is just, like, they have that tankini, like, oh, yep. triangle mm-hmm. thing, but then she's wearing, like, full leggings... And yeah. like blue sneakers, so I guess it's more like conscious because, and her face just looks the like conservative a regular, Charlotte Flair, exactly. And she just looks like a regular Barbie in the face because mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair looks like a Barbie. Uh, no disrespect, she's gorgeous. Um, and then the action figure where it's like all muscles, that's so much better. Outfit like does wrestling, it does like cool moves with her arms and shit. Um, and then you can also buy a costume of her with the shirt. It says wood, as in half of Hollywood, and pink, with the knee highs, and you can buy it from Overstock.com, which I thought was very funny. Overstock, yeah. Yeah. And then she also has a dog named after her, 
Oh. Her dog is named after her, named Lady Charlotte. (gasps) So cute. And she is. That's a spaniel. A very cute little spaniel. And I'm glad that she named it after herself because it's only funny to me. Um, So, Charlotte in the news, real quick. Um, She was arrested. This was a while. This was a long time ago. Ten years but I ago. But lo- this, this made me laugh out loud. Flair was arrested on September 5th, 2008 in Chapel Hill, North Carolina <gasps> for assaulting a police officer after a fight involving Flair, her then-boyfriend, and her father. Oh, my God. She pleaded guilty to a lesser charge, was sentenced 45 days in jail, which was suspended with supervised probation, $200 fine. Uh, and your husband worked with her. Yeah, what? okay, this is crazy. So... In Chapel Hill. Yeah, my yeah. my husband is a UNC Chapel Hill grad, and he worked at JF Chang's near near Chapel Hill. I can't remember what town it was in. He somewhere near there, and it took him until like earlier this year to realize that he did work with Charlotte Flair. Obviously, that wasn't her name at the time, but she was the hostess there. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! So I this was when he was working there, supposedly. In the same, t- she was, I don't know, got fucking too lit up at P.F. Chang's one night and got in a fight, apparently. I love that. <laughs> I just so love crazy. that someone would have got in a fight with her I know. and her dad. Yep. Oh, yeah. So it must have been someone talking shit to her dad, right? Like, because mm-hmm. why else? I can't see her starting a fight. Well, no. I'm sure she was just like, well, I can fight. Yeah. Yeah. But also her then boyfriend. But I just mean like the other person. Who would do this? I know. know. Have you seen him? Don't do it. Also, like, just imagining her, like, clocking in and being like, oh, I had a night. Yeah. And, like, your, your husband being like, I don't care. I'm, like, yeah. I'm walking away. And she'd be like, I'm just a server. Yeah. yeah. I love it. She was, like, the beautiful host, as you yeah. often have at restaurants. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so then also, we already went over this, so I'm just going to say just recently – um, she had to leave the European tour because her teeth got knocked out. There's a funny video of someone being like, Charlotte, take a picture of me. And she's like, I lost my teeth. And oh. like, won't take it. Has her hand in front of her mouth. Um, oh so she had to gosh. leave the tour. And then also uh, she had a ruptured breast implant, which she had been wrestling with since before WrestleMania, kept working. She wanted to wrestle against um, Asuka. 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 I will never say it correctly. Producer Mike's... Um Girlfriend. Girlfriend. So this is my final photo, and this Uh is what I will have to post, which I just wrote, Tap Out Magazine, I need to fucking work out, holy shit. Yeah. So it's just like her doing a kettlebell raise on an arm and like a side plank combo. Dang. Uh, Just Uh, like glowy. And and she's just like such a tremendous athlete, and I wanted to leave with that. Um, Also, she published a book in September of 2017 called Second Nature, The Legacy of Ric Flair and the Rise of Charlotte, which she co-wrote with her father and Brian Shields. So, Ooh, if you want to know more club. about her, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you want to know more about her, read that. That's it. That's Charlotte. Wow, Blair, the queen. That wow. was so good. I know, it's so do, thorough. Do I'm your, so sorry. Oh, no, it's great. Oh. Let's do your applause again. Yay! Wow. That was so good. Thank you. I'm gonna pour more wine for myself, so yes. everyone just chill out. Uh, pour me some too. Yeah, I'm gonna just hold. And I'm gonna get started on mine. Uh, I decided to do a team again. And I'm a big fan of them. Uh, we're going to talk about The New Day. Yay! Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. The New Day, I think, are the reason why we got into this, right? Yeah, because we, we said, so what tickled. the fuck, pancakes, question mark? And we then so we got really into it. Tickled it and obsessed. So, um, we've got Big E, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. And they are now, as of recently, a SmackDown team. Uh, they were part of the mix-up. And they're four ta- uh, four-time World Tag Team Champions. Ooh. And the photo I have is like the perfect way to describe them. <laughs> it's all it. of them, um, like just like stacked up on each other, and then there's rainbows shooting out of their hands. Like <laughs> they're just kind of the purveyors of happiness. Reading rainbow. Yeah. Um, so the stable originally debuted on July 21st of 2014 in an episode of Raw, but made their official television debut as the new day in november 2014 mm-hmm. upon transitioning away from the gospel aspect oh so they were originally gospel they were doing a like a black gospel thing and a lot of people considered it racist and that they were playing into the trope and they were like you know what we're kind of just 
trying to be ourselves and figuring things out. And so from there, they went to this new thing of just proponents of positivity. And it worked really well, and it fits them too because they just seem like the nicest guys possible too. Mm -hmm. Um, The audience liked it a lot, and in 2015, Woods began, actually one of their things is Woods began bringing on a trombone to the ring, and he had not just one, but two. Francesca won, (laughs) which um, Chris Jericho broke, and uh, he replaced it with Francesca too. In 2016, yep, uh huh, and he also introduced her Scottish cousin Agnes <laughs> at the Scotland show. Bagpipe. Yep, uh huh. Oh my god. <laughs> yep, uh, they just they have fun, you know. That's kind of my favorite thing about them. Um, they turned in, they tried to turn into villains for a little bit in 2015, um, and they began to receive acclaim for their entertainment value as well as their in-ring performances. And in 2015, the trio were collectively named WWE's Wrestler of the Year by Rolling Stone. And they were also recognized as the best gimmick of the year by the Wrestling Observer. Real quick, is that Francesca 1 or 2 that's blue? Um, I think that that's the, that looks like the second one, but that's also during their popsicle time. So that may have been Francesca 1. Oh my god. Oh, yes. Are we getting in, we're getting into it, right? Um, yeah, I'm going to just talk about it because I did a lot of research and I didn't put it all down because it's just like this beyond fascinating thing. My favorite thing is what Xavier said. Um, that's one thing that we really try to do a lot of is like be like gamey and have fun. You've seen Shrek, right? Oh. It's a children's movie, but there are adult jokes in there if you're paying attention and you're old enough to get it. That's what we try to do with the new day. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I love it. They I do love that. they do seem like kids would love them. Yeah. They're like, like adventure time characters. Oh, they truly. Are. And like that's the thing, like all their outfits like have like they love to have like odes to different TV shows and certain things. The bootios, they actually made their own cereal. <gasps> um yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, this is their book, the book of booty. Oh my god! Shake it, love it, never be it. Oh the my new god. day. It's dedicated to both of the trombones. Oh my god! Which is the best thing. <laughs> I love at the end. It says so. It says dedicated to Francesca one, 2015 to 2016. The beat goes on. Also dedicated to Francesca two, 2016 to 2016. Please stop destroying our trombones. Oh, oh no! My god! Oh. Yep. I love it so much. So they basically just like are having so much fun. They talk about their chemistry. There was this GQ article that I read that was just like really great of all of them talking about each other and kind of their history and what they were trying to do and they're trying to inspire children and they're mainly trying to like inspire and tell black kids that they can be kind of whoever they want. You know, they can Mm -hmm. be nerds if they want. That wrestling doesn't have one look to it, one feel. And, um... They just, the book of booty is supposed to be like a coffee table book that's smaller than one that is visual and just full of bright colors and rainbows. And um, they went through a lot of different phases. They have a huge thing for unicorns. Oh, don't we all? Yeah, um, because I think it was, who was it? Um, One of them like loved um, unicorns when he was younger it was about magic and just like energy and happiness and so that's why they bring unicorns into it a lot um they had popsicles was their thing before pancakes pancakes began because there was a lumberjack match and what? they wanted to f- yeah and so they brought flapjacks for the lumberjack oh that makes so much sense yep and so it just kind of continued from there oh wow yeah uh, they've brought a lot of different uh, different ideas. What do you have to say about that, producer Mike? No, it's just every time I think I have you guys, like, I think I'm getting you on board with wrestling. I was like, oh, shit, I forgot Lumberjack Man. <laughs> God damn it. And then I feel like, so I feel real like we quick, took one step back. I'm going to give more than 10 seconds. What is a Lumberjack match? Fine, but we haven't used the buzzer all night. I'll see, I know. I'll see if I can do. You can use it at the end of when he talks. Okay. okay. So basically, there are two guys in the ring, and then every single wrestler on the roster surrounds the ring. And if you get thrown outside the ring, the people outside are allowed to beat up whoever and then toss them back in. What does that have to do? Yes, let's burp at that real quick. Because, yes. Like, what does that have to do with lumberjacks? I come from lumber country, and I have never heard of that. I, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know. 
and <laughs> I've never questioned it until now. Okay, okay. Okay. All right, well, I, God bless them for using that silly name to inspire their pancake bit, which is yeah. the best bit. And so um, we have this one uh, slide, and it's kind of all some of their costumes. One is, of course, the Dragon Ball Z-inspired WrestleMania attire wow. that they had, and they came out in one of their cereal boxes, BBOs. Love it. And they, someone, they like shook it, like taught, like pushed it over, and then they came out and were like so excited and oh, amped up so with it. Fun. Yep. And then uh, their Final Fantasy inspired WrestleMania attire as well. Mm-hmm. And then we've got their Halloween costumes. This is a reference to all the stages of wrestlers. Charles Wright's cost, uh, wrestling career, they dressed as Kama Mustafa from the Nation of Dom- Domination. Papa, Shango, and the Godfather. Oh. Oh, okay. So that's this one? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. interesting. And then picture four more Halloween costumes. Uh, WWE superstars, Brother Love, Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, and Akeem the African Dream. That's <laughs> awesome. Wow. Look at that suit jacket with the musical notes on it. Yeah. That's I really good. I mean, it. they have some amazing outfits and they just, they are so much fun. I'm like a big fan of them because I feel like they just like change the game of like, yeah, if you're going to go hard, go hard. Yeah. I mean, we all, we enjoy it because of the gimmicks and because we saw a new day. I think that we are kind of putting off doing them right away almost because yeah. we were like, let's go deeper than that. Yeah. And it's important. I feel like, but too. it's like, no, we were, we were saving, we were saving them. I was so happy to hear we were doing them. Yeah. Cause we wanted to savor Ugh. them. <laughs> yeah. They awesome. Everything Ugh. about these looks is so good. Can yeah. we go back and look at the, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Just the book of like, booty? <laughs> like this one, the yeah. Let's Wiggle It shirt. Mm-hmm. Do they sell them? Um, I want a Let's Wiggle It shirt. I'm pretty sure that they do sell that one. Okay. Yeah. And like all their outfits, you know, they all like tie in really well together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like Biggie always has a singlet on, right? He does. And it has like that really good deep scoop too. Yeah. I don't know. He I'm looks like good Biggie. in it. Yeah, he yeah. looks really good in yeah. it. Yeah. Like, and he's got, he always has a cape thing going on too mm-hmm. in the beginning. Like, I feel like they all kind of have their same setup usually, but it's mixed in like colors and mm-hmm. theme. Yeah. And which one of them wears the, the shoes that have like the curly toes? Xavier? Xavier, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's also really fun. Like, yeah, they have, they do have the silhouettes that they repeat, don't they? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And I just, I love the idea of the trombone too. Like, and they're just complete nerds. Like, they talk about it. They, like, one of them loves, um, like uh, unicorns so much. One loves uh, My Little Pony. Oh. Yeah. Do they have daughters, I wonder? I did not look into that. You know what I mean, Fascinating, though? yeah. Because that seems like something that you would connect with. But, I mean, you can also like My Little Pony. Yeah. No shade. I, I just feel like, like, like Comic-Con and stuff, like, they yeah. run in that world so well. I mean, Dragon the Dragon Ball Z-inspired look is so intense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, specific. Yeah. And I think that's really cool, the references of their costumes, too, for, like, the Halloween. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. So, yay, the new day. Yay. Yay. I love them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. See, I did. I had an entire slide about Total Bellas, and it's just photos of all of them. Yes, Birdie is very cute. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow, that's so cute. Well, we're, we're probably running short on time, but I did, before we go, I wanted to give a shout out to our fan. (laughs) <laughs> yes we definitely have a fan that i can Ugh, like fan. i feel so weird saying fan but well i, mean, I don't know I maybe they're he not said he fan. liked it yeah, yeah. A, a, a person on twitter who is at uh at gam robber robertson cool. yeah name on here uh tweeted at us and said started listening to kfab podcast it's so good thank you that is very yes, nice thank you um, thank you so much i don't know how you heard of us this is very flattering yeah eagerly waiting for one about my angry muscle father <laughs> Suzuki D. Minoru? I'm sorry, I'm butchering the pronunciation of this. Minoru Suzuki? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. We were just reading the different naming conventions. Yeah, just reading the tweet now. So he sent us this, um, or or they, I'm sorry, I don't know your gender identity, um, sent us this amazing gif of of this dude (laughs) running someone down with a bike. Yeah, we loved it. Which is really, really great. And this, this wrestler. So we haven't looked fully into these wrestlers as you suggested yet, but this we've at, done some research on their looks, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So not not a lot of exciting going on in the clothes department. Mm-hmm. But the hair is 
is very cool. Also, total babe. Yeah, yeah. that too. One hundred percent right. Isn't that thread? Okay, yeah. He wrote, "Isn't he a babe?" or something. Like I remember reading yep. it yeah. and being like, "Yes, he is. You are. Yeah. You are right." This is like a real muscle father. Angry muscle father is a very funny expression. Oh yeah, also one hundred percent right. Love that. Uh-huh. Um, that being said, if you do want to suggest wrestlers to us, a lot of this does come from like who we've enjoyed just watching the couple of specials that we've watched. Yeah. But also sometimes I'll te- like with Gorgeous George, I texted Mike, uh, producer Mike, like, hey, give me someone who's like super flamboyant and fun who's like an older wrestler. And he immediately came up with it. And I was like, great. So if you want to suggest a wrestler to us, please, please, please do. On Twitter and on Instagram, we're at KFAB Podcast. Uh, KFAB is without the E. I feel like mm-hmm. that's important to tell people who mm-hmm. actually like wrestling. So <laughs> uh, tweet at us. Look at us on Instagram. We'll post some photos and stuff. Um, in the meantime, do we have any final thoughts we want to wrap up with? Uh, no, I think this was just like another another real fun one, guys. Yeah, this is great. it absolutely guys. was. This is truly like, I know we do this every two weeks, and it's such a joy. It is. I get so excited the day of. Yeah, me too. Agreed. It's so much fun. So thank you guys for listening. The fact that we had 50 people listen to something is fucking crazy to me. Because wow. I was like, we'll get four. And I'm yeah. fine with it. <laughs> like, Let's go for 51. And then I'll buy Bella Radici wine. Yeah. Just kidding. No, a lot more than that. <laughs> My thought was like, we hit 100. But then he said 50. I was like, I'm not putting that on there. No, we yeah. gotta get a little bit more than that. But, uh, but anyway, rate, share, subscribe, all the all the review all the things um thank you guys so much yeah thank you bye bye bye